Welcome to the Align Podcast. Great to be back with you this week. And following on from Tuesday's episode, talking about resilience uh, and what you can do to really help yourself. I'm excited to get into this topic with some more practical things that you can introduce with my great co-host, Lee Lawton. Lee, great to see you. Good morning. It is a good morning, isn't it? It is a good morning. It's not very good weather, though. No. As a Brit, let's talk about the weather for a second. <laughs> it's pissing it down. It's it's all July down. has been wet. But I had my family camp over this weekend, which is like a yearly annual event that we do and it pissed down right up until we got there sunshine the whole time and yeah. then as i left it pissed in dude i was like righteous thank you yeah it's uh, yeah i've got some i've got some holiday coming up and some travel coming up so i'm excited to just get into a different climate for mm. the first time in ages so going to the states in a few weeks time which is cool mm-hmm. um Forgotten how to apply to a visa because it's been so long since mm-hmm. it's been allowed in the States. So yeah, I know. Now. At least they've opened the doors to it. They us, have. And it'll be heathens cool again. Conference. So it'll be nice to travel. Really nice to travel again. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, cool. Right, what are we doing today? Resilience. So what you can do to cultivate your resilience. We spoke in the previous episode. If you haven't listened to Tuesday's episode, go back and listen to the one before. Talking about you know why it's important for us to be resilient in these coming times. And if you just want to create a better life, you need to have resilience because you're always going to go through tough times. There's a great book by Tillman Fratello. I think I've spoken about it before. Um, Shut Up and Listen, it's called. And he talks about the fact that there's always going to be good times in business, but there's always going to be bad times Mm -hmm, in business. mm -hmm. And you have to make sure that you're ready for for both. Um, So we've got some things you and I that we can do to to improve our resilience. Um, I think I'll start out with the basic one because it's a nice umbrella and then we'll dig into it. Yeah. I think the main understanding is staying in the heat, like knowing that the more you stay in adverse situations, the more you push yourself into discomfort, it will eventually become comfortable. Mm -hmm. So for instance, a lot of people don't like going to the gym when they start, yet they start to then feel the benefits from it. And eventually people enjoy going to the gym. Yeah. Anyone who says they don't need to go to the gym is just, I just believe they haven't been enough. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Like once it becomes that habit and once you're doing it really consistently, it's like the, the best part of the day. Like yeah. it, it, it just gets to a point where if it, it does really feel weird when you don't go, but I do get it. Like when you've had a break or if you've not trained for a long time, there is that resilience. There is. And that's what, that's, that resilient point where it stop your mind is trying to stop you from going because you think it's going to be uncomfortable. That is where the decision is made. That is where when you think, oh, I can't be asked to go, go. It's exactly a, a simple thing to do. Wear a baggy hoodie. Yeah. So if, you, if you're worried about your image, yeah. just get in there and just do a little bit for five minutes yeah. and start to push forward. And if you say you haven't got time, I guarantee you'll spend less time at the gym than you will sit in front of the sofa. Yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always time. So that's the umbrella, like stay in the heat. Whatever it is that we're going to uh, discuss, just stay in it long enough that it will become something that is comfortable. Yeah. How long does that have to be? I don't know, because we're all different. Yeah. Um, but just stay in the heat um, long enough to, to create the change. Yeah. So I look, what have you got on your list, Lee? Um, yeah, so my first one is do the hard thing, which we discussed a bit in the last episode. But just to touch on that, what you were saying, staying in the heat well, for me, it's like staying in the cold, but consistently doing cold showers for 12 months now, um, it does become comfortable. Like I can stand in a cold shower for three minutes, two or three minutes, and it's just nothing. But I have now stepped up because I understand that that is no longer really adversity for me, which is why I've just bought an ice bath. Yeah. 
um, so I can get the water even colder and actually fully submerge in it, which a lot of people say the shower, cold shower is actually more difficult than the cold plunge. Yeah. But um, I think the colder it is, the more difficult it is for me personally. Like it's having the cold shower, the water splashing on me doesn't make it any more difficult than sitting in the water. I, well, I've heard the opposite. I think the cold plunge is, is more difficult. You've heard that the cold plunge is more difficult. But I think, because I think if you immerse yourself right up to the base of your skull, yeah. um, then you've got no centers that are not yeah. feeling it. Yeah. I always go, and, and so does Luke, always fully submerged. Yeah. Um, and the, re the reason for this is I saw a, a guy talking about it and he said the reason a lot of people get headaches when they're in a cold plunge is because they only go up to their shoulders and their head's a totally different temperature to their body. Uh, and so it causes um, a separation and a headache. So a uh, tip if anyone's in a cold plunge, get your head under. That's cool. So yeah, do the hard thing is my first one. And that includes things like cold shower, fasting, training, basically just building discipline. Um, yeah. so, so those things you've mentioned there, the people listening, our audience can do those straight away. So today, yeah. you, can, you can, before your day's out, get a cold shower. Yeah. Uh, you can choose not to eat your lunch now and fast until yep. dinner time. Yeah. Simple little things you can do that you just notch up these wins every day. And you don't need a gym it. to train. You can calisthenics, body weights, push-ups, squats, pull-ups on a bar. You can do it. You can do it anywhere, basically. And even it could be mental as well, can't it? So like reading. Yeah. Both yeah. Of you and I have talked, I, I hated reading, but yeah. you read, you make yourself more valuable. You learn stuff that you need to do to, to, to be able to create a better life. Um, that can be a difficult thing to do every day, but do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you're cold, if your shower at home doesn't go cold, I've got a friend whose shower at home doesn't go cold and it's been his excuse for quite a while. Oh, my shower doesn't go cold. My shower doesn't go cold. Switch your boiler off. Yes. He, and he's just done it recently. Not for advice. Not, I didn't say to do it, but he, he messaged saying, if I switch my boiler off, will my shower go cold? And yeah. then Luke was like, yeah. And uh, he did that and he started having cold showers. So is that the guy we both know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember him yeah. telling me that. Yeah. yeah. So he started doing cold showers yeah. now and um, just by switching his boiler off. But I've been there, been at hotels and gone to do a cold shower and it won't go cold. No. And you can't switch off the boiler in a hotel. No. Um, so there are times that you're not going to be able to do it. But, but you can try and do it consistently. Yeah. By not having a warm shower. Yes. Something like a lukewarm shower. Yeah. It's vanilla, but it's not the comfort yeah. that you're yeah. used to. Yeah. So it's, it's still some adversity. When I did a uh, when I did phase one, so phase one is a five minute cold shower every day. Mm. And uh, seven, for seven, uh, phase one of seventy five hard is the second part of the Live Hard program for anyone who's who's not aware of it. Um, <clears throat> I normally did a, a warm shower, then a cold shower. And for that 30 days, I decided to do no warm showers. Yeah. So I was not having a, a hot shower at all. So I was just doing five minutes and five minutes in a cold shower. It's You've done phase yeah, one. Yeah, I love it. Fucking hell. You it's, get on, it's, it's, it's three minute plus is brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Once you get to that, once you're like five minutes, you're just stood there and you're just like. And it's so it's long. like you've been hammered. <laughs> I was like, I've got to get on my day. I'm yeah, fucking it seems, freezing. It seems like forever, doesn't it? Um. <laughs> But yeah, so um, but you get yeah. an interesting rush after that. People need to be very yeah. careful of it because yeah. you, 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 f you not freeze, but you cool down the blood mm. and you feel great. And then on your drive to work, you're like, oh, oh, oh. you're freezing because yeah. that cold blood is rushed into your core. Yeah. There are particular ways to warm up. Um, Russell Brand, he does a lot of cold exposure and he warms up by like playing with his dog. Yeah. So you can do things afterwards. Um, I always get my toes are always the last thing to to warm up when I yeah. do when I do cold plunge like a cold bath um 
So yeah. Anyway, build discipline, do hard thing, cold showers fast, train hard, build discipline. What's your next one? My next one was pretty much the same point, but it's it's to do those hard things before times are difficult. Mm. So if you're sitting here now listening to this going, yeah, times are easy, whatever. Like just start now um, because we all know that difficult times are coming. We've all been through some level of adversity, some level of difficult difficulties. Um, and that's always around the corner. Mm. So we have to be prepared for whatever happens. So my point really is don't put off or wait for the hard times to come before you go, okay, I need to sort my shit out. Like start now. Yeah. When start people right say, now. when people say, oh yeah, when, when, when it's, when those times come, I'll do it. No, you won't. If they you can't start on the day that, you know, the day between Sunday and Monday. Yeah. If you can't fucking do hard things when times are good, what on earth makes you think you're going to do them when times are hard? Yeah. You're going to be shitting yourself and curled up in a ball crying if, you don't, if you're not prepared for the things that are going to come. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. Do all those things before you're forced to. You never, like, if things go totally crazy and all the currencies collapse and the governments collapse and all these things happen in the future that could possibly happen, nobody's going to be like, right, I'm going to start doing cold showers today. No. It's the people who have been doing the cold showers for years previously or, or, the, or the training and, or, and the fasting and all that who are going to be like, right, what do we do? How do we move forward? What does my community need? How can I protect my group? And how can we move forward through this? So, you know one of the really difficult things I've stopped recently? I've stopped drinking. Oh, yeah. And it was really hard at the start. Yeah, yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Uh, and I always said to myself, I'll stop when, I'll stop when, I'll stop when. And, then I, and it's... It's been really good. I know you like your wine, don't you? I love my wine. Like I've got, I have got a fucking ton of really good wine. <laughs> <Have you? laughs> and I'm not drinking it. Oh, um, it saves, doesn't it? But it's, um, <clears throat> it's just, you know, pushing through that adversity. You just, just thought about it there. Mm. You really feel better. Mm. Like every day is a Monday for me now. Yeah. Like I don't feel a little, and I didn't drink a lot. Like just a couple of glasses. It just like, makes you dusty, doesn't it? A little bit off. Yeah. 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 yeah like, uh, um, I've, it was never really, in fact, this weekend with my family was the first time I've had a drink since November. Yeah. Uh, and when I say a drink, I mean more than like a beer. Yeah. I've had like a beer when we yeah. go for a meal, but that's it. And uh, I had maybe five bottles of beer yeah. at the weekend. Um, but as I mentioned previously, I, I quit drinking and quit smoking weed. But for me, the drinking was not the problem. Yeah. Like the smoking weed was the problem. The drinking... I could stop like that. I've never really been a big drinker. I grew up with none of my parents drank. Yeah. Like I never, I was never around it. They didn't smoke weed either, but I still <laughs> ended up doing that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely makes a difference to your headspace, doesn't it? It does do that. And I'm a big drinker. Like I, I, I like not so much recently, but I mm. used to be a big social drinker. Yeah. yeah. I was always in my twenties and late teens. I, if I was on my home at, on my own at home, I would never drink. So I'd never be on my own and just have a beer or a wine. I don't like wine at all. But if I, I wouldn't, I'd never just have a beer. Mm. Um, but I'd go out on a weekend and drink like 50 pints. Yeah. I was a, a massive binge drinker in my 20s, yeah. which is just as bad as drinking every day because it just pickles you, doesn't it? It but does. Anyway, I digress. My, Your yeah. next point. My next point is to embrace change and know that you can deal with anything. And if you don't know that you can deal with anything, introduce more adversity into your life until you do know that you can deal with anything. So, but it's just to embrace the change. Don't be afraid of the things that are coming. Don't be going into things with a, with a fear and a scarcity mindset. Just go in 
head first and know that you can handle anything and, and know that whatever comes, you've got it. We, we, we discussed that on the previous episode, yeah. didn't we? Uh, last week's, so not the previous one, but the week before. The cha- episode about change, episode. yeah. And I, it's really interesting you say that. You can handle anything. On my old podcast, uh, I interviewed a guy with st- who had stage four liver cancer. Mm-hmm. And that's literally, you're going to die tomorrow, liver cancer. Yeah. Uh, and he survived it. And he now, running and cold immersion was the thing that got him through that. Yeah. So he's done an interview with... Um, Wim. Wim Hof, yeah. Um, and it's really changed his life. And I had a patient coming this week. He got to stage four B uh, brain cancer, I think. Um, and literally in the beginning of COVID, when all the doctors are going, call mm. hospital, hospital goes, call your GP. And he's literally stuck. He went into the hospital, collapsed on the front desk, smashed his face. He, he'd gone down to like 40, 40 pounds weight. Like Jesus. He, he was literally dying. Yeah. Um, and he survived through that. And it's just like, you, you can get through anything in mm. life. Like you said before, every single person listening to this has, has survived every single situation and adversity that they've yeah. ever been through and if you don't get through it well you've, you've gone on to a different place and yeah, you won't know about it so it doesn't matter <laughs> <You've no idea>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. cool uh, my next point is um to be able to build relationships it's really important to build relationships we spoke in the previous episode and you said whatever happens with the world even if the internet goes down um i'll be able to survive mm-hmm. and I, I wrote that down i wrote build relationships because if you're good at building relationships then you can go anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can take your skills to anybody, work with them, exchange with them or Mm -hmm. work for them Mm -hmm. uh, and you will be valuable. So building relationships is really important. And it's something that is getting lost more and more and more these days with people's inability to hold conversation, to talk. Um, So do something to help yourself build relationships. Put yourself in in, in difficulties. I've got an amazing uh, new associate coming to start with me uh, at the end of the year. She's from China and culturally very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things for her to do is just go to the coffee shops, go to the bars and build yeah. relationships yeah. with people and start to know the nuances of, of, of Lincolnshire language and how people speak. And yeah. So I'm excited for her, but that ability to build relationships is, is, is something that really can help you through any adversity, I think. Yeah, and it's something that we've been consciously doing. So we've just moved house to a, to a new, new area. We've lived there before, but... I've built a relationship with a guy just down the road who owns a tree surgery company and he sells logs. I'm building a relationship with the farm shop just up the road from us so that we've got access to meat and and stuff if anything does kick off, if and when things do kick off. Um, So yeah, 100% build relationships. And uh, my mum is prime example of this. She's she knows everybody in her local area no matter what she needs or what she wants there's somebody that owes her a favor because she's just she's so good to people she just does stuff for everybody and then if ever anything comes up or she needs anything people just want to help her so by building build those relationships by helping people as well so your mum is one of the most extraordinary human beings I've ever met yeah same she's, she's quite it's something isn't she's she something. Yeah, yeah, yeah amazing yeah, we should do a whole episode on, on her cool. life yeah we should <laughs> honestly we could you could do a whole podcast series on her life from, <laughs> she had a lion that lived in her house mate like a fully grown female lion when she was a kid so that, <laughs> and that's just one thing amazing like there's so much <laughs> so my last point is Grounding and meditation. Grounding every morning is something that I actually got from you. Mm-hmm. And I do it religiously now. And it's 
is life-changing. Like I've got a massive oak tree in my garden and not only do I just ground my feet on the floor now, I actually hug the tree, yeah. like I'm a tree yeah. hugger basically, but I put my hands on the tree and I, you can just feel the energy coming from the tree. Um, and the I get like a, I have like a, a, I guess like a spiritual guide, Nina. I don't know if you know her. And she does like Reiki. I go to see her every month to do like Reiki and healing. And she, as soon as I told her about the oak tree in my garden, she was like, my God, the oak tree. It's like wisdom. It's like, she's like, I need to come and see your that oak tree. And it's massive. It must be hundreds of years old. Um, but just holding that in the morning. And then meditation is to build mental resilience and to know yourself. Uh, and I think self-awareness and knowing yourself is like one of the biggest skills that you can cultivate and one of the biggest things that we're losing in society these days because everybody's so glued to the screen and uh, that connection with each other and ourselves is just deteriorating through social networks and having more connection but actually losing all connection as we go. Mm. Um, so, yeah start with i'd say start with guided i'm coming up to 10 years of meditation um i've had little phases in between in during that where i've stopped but the majority of the time start with guided even just on youtube listen to the solfrazio frequencies 432 hertz is one of my favorites and just spend some time with your own thoughts so that you can understand what's going on in there otherwise you're just reactive i love you talked about the trees and you know when you, you touch a tree or hug a tree, like, I'm going to get woo on you. <laughs> everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, when you do that, you realize everything's okay. That tree has survived wars, famines, uh, feasts, turmoil in, in, in the markets. Yeah. It's, it's seen and been through everything and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. I love when you, when, you, when, you, so when you hold the tree next, see if you feel where the energy is coming up from the ground or mm. down from the top. Okay. It's amazing. Mm. You just, I, I would see, I see it as light. You know, when yeah. you close your eyes, you looked at a bright light and close your eyes. You just, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I see it. Mm -hmm. And then go and touch a sapling. Mm. And the difference in the energy on a sapling compared to a tree is mm. extraordinary. Yeah. And it, it just reminds you that we are part of something so much bigger. Mm. And at the end of the day, everything's all right. Yeah. It's all energy. It's all frequency. And it's all okay. Like you say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, Another point which we haven't got on here, but it goes off what you just said there is like acceptance. Yeah. Like just accept that everything doesn't have to be a certain way. Once you embrace the change, once you accept that, it's easier to embrace the change. Um, and if I can't remember, I'm going to butcher it, but I think it was Marcus Aurelius that said, don't expect things to go your way. If you expect things to go the way that they're supposed to go, you'll be happy because whether they go your way or not, you just wanted them to play out the way they were going to play out. Yeah, so yeah. Um, just accepting things. That, and and like we're small, sometimes we want things to go our way and we think that everything should bend to our will, but really we're nothing. We're just like blips in time. So yeah, yeah just accept things and and uh, build That's that true. resilience. I'm going to put chiropractic in there. Yeah. Because chiropractic is all about helping the human body adapt. Yeah. It's all about your body's ability to adapt to physical chemical or emotional stresses we've done a, uh, a previous episode on it uh, i think it was the stress episode people love that episode yeah if you are taking care of your body yourself but also going to a chiropractor who mm. is allowing that brain that body connection to work no matter what stressful situation you go into physically chemically or emotionally your body has a resilience that's stronger than mm. it could have been mm -hmm. and its ability to adapt which is the main thing 
if we can adapt to adversity, we can overcome it uh, and come out and through the other side. Yeah. Um, so if you don't go to a chiropractor, then make sure you get yourself booked in for a Yeah. Yeah. And, and also just to touch on chiropractic, if you are not a chiropractor, look into the philosophy of chiropractic. Mm. If you love personal development, just look into it, get the 33 book and, yep. and just look into what chiropractic actually stands for. Because I know a lot of chiropractors are regulated and they can't always say what they want to say, but everybody can go and look into the philosophy of chiropractic and it's quite incredible. So yeah, there's yeah. a book called 33 by David Serio. Yeah. that's the Definitely one worth a read. Purple cover. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Excellent. Another great show, Lee. Really appreciate that. I hope that we can uh, encourage you to like this show, uh, leave a comment, leave a review, uh, and share it with people who need to hear it. We really want to get this message out to to more and more people. And if people embrace this philosophy of personal development, if they embrace the philosophy of chiropractic, then they really can change their lives. Yeah. Um, and as things get difficult, you want to associate with communities that are on the same wavelength, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. So Lee, thanks again for joining me. I can't wait to, to join you again next week. Thank you.